Welcome to Funding the Dream, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. My guest today is someone who's been on the show many moons ago, uh, years ago, with one of the, I think at the time, they were doing one of their very first Kickstarter campaigns. They are pros at it now, and they have come back on the show because in one of my last episodes a little while ago, Jamie Stegmeier mentioned them, and I wanted to have them on the show. So this is Cynthia Landon with MeepleSource. Cynthia, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Now, this is very special occasion because we're actually in the same physical location to record this episode, aren't we? Yes, that's so exciting for me. It is. We are, by coincidence, in your world travels around the world. You were in Italy recently, and my world travels as I've been. We just happened to end up in the same city on the same day and thought we'd take the opportunity to sit down and talk. So this has been fun. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. So let's talk about uh, Meeple Source. Meeple Source is your company. You do it full-time. Tell our listeners who maybe have been living under a rock who, who Meeple Source is and why they should know who you are. Well, we make primarily upgraded bits for board games. So if you have your favorite game and the pieces are maybe not as awesome as you wish they were, then we're the folks that can help make your dreams a reality. So, For example? We, for example, we recently made a really awesome set for Puerto Rico, which of course is an amazing game, classic now. <laughs> and we have really cool uh, full-color painted boats, uh, double-sided, so you can pick which color scheme you like. Um, they have uh, fancy little resources bits that are all multicolor painted that look like each of the items instead of having you know little cubes or um, boxes or something. So um, you, oh, we also have wooden coins, which are great because you can see across the table uh, how many everybody has. So it makes that really easy. Um, little mini meeples to be the colonists so so you so what you're talking about here is that you're making game components for other people's games yes and you've built a business around making game components for other people's games yes we also do game components for prototypers and you know people designing their own games and stuff but for the most part most of what we do is upgrading games that already exist is that how you started uh yeah actually yes one of the first products that we made um was uh, meeples, like little Carcassonne type meeples, but painted in pink and orange and purple and that just came about because I like to play the game and I was like I really wish that I could play pink and <laughs> so how come nobody does this? And so we had a run of them made and we sold them like crazy and now actually you can buy them multiple places but um, we were the very first ones to do that and then from there we just started making them fancier and fancier for more and more games until now we make we have thousands and thousands of products, so and thousands, and that's and then that's and that was not had didn't have anything to do with Kickstarter. At no, the time. no, that was years before Kickstarter. Right, yes. and so now the company has grown. You have five people, four people, uh, five including myself and my partner Chris. Okay, mm-hmm. and then so the company has certainly gotten bigger, and now you actually have a lot to do with Kickstarter. You had a Kickstarter campaign. And you have one that's running uh, during the recording. It's actually running right now. Yes. But uh, by the time this episode goes live, it'll probably be over. Tell us a little bit about this. What this campaign's all about? Uh, this is a project for upgrade kits for popular games. It's uh, about the third project I think that we've run that 
is similar, uh, just different games, obviously, more and more different games. And so uh, this one, for example, we do um, a number of sets for Red Raven games, uh, such as um, Above and Below, Near and Far. We'll have some extra pieces for that. That's actually not in the project yet, so I shouldn't have said that, but All right. <laughs> it will be by the time. Which one? Near and Far. Okay. There'll be some extra pieces for that. Um, it also has pieces for the upcoming Charterstone, which won't be released until October, which will that's be right ja- around... And that's a Jamie Stegmeyer game. Yes, it is. It's a legacy game. And Jamie's the one who said... Now, you and I had known each other for quite a few years because you'd been on the show. And I was fascinated by what you were doing at the time because what you're doing currently, it's so fidgety intensive. As only where I can, it, there are so many components and pieces. And what I hear from creators who have been on the show so often, or talking to any game designer, the the multitude of choices and and opportunity for having so many different components makes a gift a project difficult to manage mm-hmm. yet you've built from the ground up a business that in its very nature its DNA <laughs> is managing lots of little bits pieces yes right? yes that's true actually the first Kickstarter when I talked to you the first time we had 150 different character meeples was that project which meant that with our uh, I should remember but I think it's about 2600 backers we had um thousands of different types of orders. I mean, almost nobody had the same order as someone else. So if you can imagine 2,600 orders, all of which are pretty much, all of them are unique, that was really crazy. <laughs> it was really crazy. It was actually more work than I expected to fulfill that. But, um, you know, we did it. We did it all ourselves. And um, and you just had a recent one where Chris actually fulfilled the, did the fulfillment, right? Yes. Um, well, yes, we always do our own fulfillment. Um, that's one thing that's kind of unique about us. I think a lot of creators, you know, have it outsourced to some other companies for fulfillment, but we do it all ourselves. And actually, the most recent Kickstarter project had 2,600 orders as well. And my partner, Chris, because I was not in town at the time, shipped every single one of those himself. So it is possible <laughs> to do it, even if um, even if there's a lot of packages and even if they're all different. But uh, he did a great job. So let's talk about a couple of things. One, I want to come back to Jamie Stegmeyer calling you out on one of the episodes because mm-hmm. he, uh, he uses you for, to do some work. But I'm a Kickstarter project owner. I'm listening to the episode right now. I've got a board game that I want to design. And I should be looking at Meeple Source because why? Oh, okay. Well, um, I guess there might be a couple different things. If you want to learn from us, I'm very happy to talk to anybody who's interested in hearing kind of the details of how we fulfill our projects. If you would like to do it yourself, we are not a fulfillment company in the sense that I do not want to fulfill your Kickstarter project for you (laughs) for money or anything like that. But I do feel like a lot of people just assume that it's too difficult. Oh, I have a thousand backers or several thousand backers and I can't do it myself. So I need to pay someone else to do it. And I firmly believe that that is not necessary. And I'm happy to talk to anybody who wants tips on where we go to get our labels and our postage and what companies we use for our, um, you know, our shipping wholesaler because you can actually get a, an account with a USPS shipping wholesaler company. They have them various places all around the country. So you want to find one that's close to you because you basically ship all your packages. You put these special labels on them, ship it to them, and then they ship them out. Gets you a discounted rate so you can save Got it. some money. Pass that along to your backers. Um, I'd be happy to you know tell anyone about that if they would like to. So what about this? Email me. <laughs> what about the components? So one of the things I know that you do is that you can help 
prototypes and game companies actually make their project better? Sure, yeah. There's been a number of Kickstarter um, Kickstarters out there that have used our meeples as either part of their base game to improve the game that goes out to everybody or as an add-on if they would like to have their base game be you know as cheap as possible but then want to offer basically the same kind of upgrade kits that we sell um they want to design it with us and have it actually ship with their kickstarter project we can do that we've done that you know with quite a number of companies so how that works is you would email me show me the art or we can help design the art um we make the maples. I probably, me personally, will pack the maples. <laughs> I'm actually doing a project for Richard Brees, um, his, uh, one of his recent projects where I, I just packed like 44,000 maples all by myself. <laughs> so it took me a long time. But, um, but we, how do, I mean, how do you do that, Cynthia? How do you pack 44,000 maples all by yourself? Uh, I mean, it, this is my real job. So <laughs> I do it all day long at my kitchen table. Um, <laughs> but it's actually really fun. Um, and It's not automated. It's not, I mean. No, have- no, no. A real person looks at every piece with, um, well, particularly for our character maples because they're so intricate. A lot of them have five and six colors per side. Um, and so we definitely want to make sure that, you know, they don't have weird messed up faces or anything like that. So, right. for example, for his project, that's about how many meeples that um, I personally looked at both sides of <laughs> and then packed them. And they're about to go out to him shortly here. But um, so then I would ship them either to to you if it's your project or to your factory if you'd like me to or whatever. And, you know, you ship them out to your backers. Um, so that's what we've been doing for a number of Kickstarter projects recently. Um, so, if you'd like to. so what do you do for Jamie? So that was the interesting because Jamie mm. talked about specifically that he uses you exclusively for something, and we didn't go into any details about that. That's why I wanted to have you on the show and talk about <laughs> what is it that you do for Stonemeyer Games. Uh, sure. Uh, what we do for Jamie is awesome for us. We are very very thankful for the opportunity, but we are a distributor basically for his promo items. So. If you're familiar with Scythe, you know they have a variety of promo items available for it. Um, several packs of cards, coins, uh, yeah, power but dials. Are, but those aren't meeples. They are not, but we really enjoy uh, working with Jamie. We love those products. I love the game myself, so um, you know I'm happy to be a part of it. What we do is we have those items. We sell them both in uh, individually, you know, to all of our customers and his customers. Uh, you can buy whichever ones you want. Just pick out the ones that you want. Um, we also sell them in 10 packs to retailers. So and the idea would be that we want the game stores that are ultimately selling the games to people to have those promo items to either sell or use for whatever purpose. Okay, let's just make sure we're, we're, we're clear here. We're talking about promo items that Jamie has created that he wants to make available either in the store or to his backers, and then you help you help create those, or he actually creates them? No, he creates them and sends them to me, and all we do is sell them. But that way, Jamie isn't having to send, you know, one pack of promo cards to this guy Got and it. two packs of coins to that guy. So it's kind of fulfillment. <laughs> so. It's kind of fulfillment. It is in a way. Um, with Jamie, we buy the items... Um, you know, ahead of time and, and sell them out. It's a little bit different fulfillment. Fulfillment would be like he would just pay us a set amount to, you know, mail out the packages. 
to whichever addresses he tells us to. And so, so what kind of promo items are we talking about? You talk about core cards and coins and... Yeah, he has a number of sets of uh, cards, and uh, he also has a couple of promo sets of coins. So the base coin set came with these different denominations, but then people wanted, you know, 50s and 2s, and so people can buy those extra promo sets, which actually correspond to the new factions in the expansion, if you're familiar with the game. Um, and we're talking so, about the game Scythe. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, and also the power dials. Um, if you want the power dials to match all the artwork and everything from each of the factions, um, you know, then you need wow. extra promo dials. You know, so I guess I didn't, even, <laughs> didn't even know that. Now, if I got the uh, top-of-the-line version on Kickstarter, is this only for the expansion or is this for the game itself? Do I have all these? You have most of it. If you bought in the Kickstarter, you have most of it. But the expansion uh, added two new factions, so you won't have the coins or the power dials from that. And certainly you don't need them to play the game, but a lot of people like to have everything, yes, and they're people. very beautiful. So, um, you know, a lot of people are buying everything, but you certainly don't have to. You can come to us and just buy one pack of promo cards, and we will mail you just that. And so, so when you say when I come to you, that means I just go to meeplesource.com? Yes. And yes. at meeplesource.com, am I going to find something that says... Stonemeyer Games promos. How am I going to find it? Yes, it. Yeah, on the side of the navigation, it's pretty. It's pretty easy. You can find promo items. You can find side stuff if you're looking for that in particular. Also, if you're a retailer and you'd like to get your hands on some of those promos, then you can write me. I'll set you up with a retailer account, and then you can get set up to buy these promos in ten packs because that we do want that. We're not trying to be the only place on the internet right. that these things can be purchased. We want the different retailers to be out there, um, you know, promoting. The games that we have promo items for, um, that's the whole point of them. <laughs> yes. And so we would like to um, to have the other retailers uh, that haven't seen this get involved as well. And in addition to that, if you're a game company that has promo items and you're like, ah, I'd really like to get these in the hands of people and or retailers, we can help with that too. We have started selling uh, both in 10 packs to other retailers and individually to customers some other promos for other companies such as Bezier Games sells a promo for Colony and um, there's several other companies on there so if you'd like to do that I am very excited about expanding that part of the business. So. And that brings up an interesting question because Cynthia as you're talking here you started off playing Carcassonne and then wanting to play with pink meeples <laughs> right? Yes. And then that led into 44,000 uh, that you packaged up and then now it leads into promo items that don't have anything to do with meeples. But so, mm -hmm. are, are you, is this something that's still in line? So, what is your core business? Because it's starting to sound like your core business is this ability, and this is how I started the podcast this ability to take a lot of complex things, little things that would be difficult, and kind of bring them together and make it easy for a transaction to happen. Is that how you see the business going? Yes, I, I guess so. Um, we really, I don't know if I often think about where I see the business going. It's probably a mistake. Usually I'm just constantly thinking, um, well, could I do this? Do I want to do this? Is, do people want this? Can I make money of this? Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, just kind of kind of going with the flow a little bit. So, um, but, but yeah, I guess that is kind of what we're good at. And we have, you should see our our shop it is crazy <laughs> it is really really crazy i mean could you just thousands and thousands of products um, millions m many millions of meebles i'm sure when you count all the different variations of everything we have and uh chris is really great at keeping it all straight he's gets all the um 
hardware we need to keep it organized. And um, my mom actually works for us, and uh, Erica is another um, great employee I have. It's super, super organized. So if it wasn't for my mom and Erica, <laughs> keeping it all straight, it would just be a disaster over there. But um, but it sounds really like just... you have a process that has started to be replicable. That you can, yes. that, right? That you can just now Scythe comes along. I got to believe that there's going to be another company or a game that's going to come along saying, yeah, we'd like to do this, what you're doing with uh, Charterhouse or Stonemeyer Games, we'd like to have you do that for us as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, like Charterstone. Yeah, um, I hope so, and I hope that we get to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, because it's really great. I mean, I think the fans who are buying those things obviously love it. Um, I mean, most right. of them buy all the promos that are available and, and play with them. And um, so but it also keeps the base price of the game lower for people who don't care about all the extra it. stuff. Then you don't have to make your base game like so crazy expensive. So I think it's a great system, and um, then we're a great place for you to send your retailers to and your and your end customers if they'd like. So. So how do they get hold of you, Cynthia? Uh, well, they can send an email to meeplesource at gmail dot com. I answer almost all the emails unless I'm out of town <laughs> even sometimes then but uh, my name's Cynthia and I'll be happy to answer questions about anything we talked about or anything else and what's the name of the Kickstarter that's running right now as we're recording this episode uh, it's Upgrade Kits um, 3.0 I think it's called <laughs> that's terrible I don't know uh, Upgrade Kits 3.0 is I believe what it's called no, that's all right. <laughs> Somebody will find it. Meeple source. They can find I, I'm it. terrible. Um, but you, if you go to our website, that's the important thing because we have links to the various um, Kickstarter project. If it's going on still, or uh, if it has already passed, there'll be a link where you can pre-order any of the items that were in the Kickstarter for a limited time until we kind of do the cutoff and get the order in. So you see, actually, we're at, I think we're about out of time. Do you mind sticking around and we'll do a little bit of bonus content and we'll, we'll talk about that? <laughs> sure, that would be fine. Well, I appreciate that because you've been a great uh, sponsor on Patreon as well. So we'll do that. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My guest has been Cynthia Landon with Meeple Source. And there's a lot of interesting content, uh, I think, here that was just happened in this conversation. I recommend that you go take a look at MeepleSource.com because I'm not sure I did an adequate job of pulling out all of the fascinating things that she's been doing with her company. And we're going to stick around and talk and chat. So if you're a Patreon backer, you'll be able to kind of listen to us, uh, kind of continue to have that conversation. I want to hear more about this uh, facility that's got millions of meeples in it. Thanks for listening. Take care.